Why don't clap at me? Welcome back to the Missions Uncovered podcast with me, Ni, and your other hosts, Dominic and Michael. Today we are talking about UChicago's supplemental essays, including the Why You Chicago essay and the strange extended essay prompts. These are some of the weirdest and wackiest supplemental essays I've ever seen. We did a past episode on the general types of supplements at bit.ly slash aupodcast7. There we talk generally about prompts like um, why major and why school. But in this episode, we'll be talking about more of the um, wackier supplements, less of the generic supplements that we talked about in the last episode. So to start us off, we'll be specifically talking about UChicago supplements. While most schools have a word count associated with each of their prompts, uh, UChicago only has a recommended range, uh, which is what you know what some schools are doing, but most of them do stick to that uh, strict word count, kind of like the Common App. Uh, the Why You Chicago essay has a suggested range of about 250 to 500 words, and then the uh, rest of the prompts that you get to pick one from has about 650 word cap on it, and that's pretty much another Common App essay. And by recommended, it really is like not required at yes. Well, wait, actually, just don't write two thousand words. Yeah, like because the process of the Common App is that when most schools you type it into a text box in the Common App and submit it, so that the Common App sees your word count and prevents you from going over the limit. You Chicago, you upload a Word document, and they have no control over how many words you write. So. You could write a really long essay if you wanted to. I obviously wouldn't recommend like 5,000 words, but if you go like 675 words on your extended essay, it'll be fine. All right. So to start us off, um, so we mentioned UChicago has the Why UChicago essay, but we're actually going to focus on more of the extended essays in which you have six options to choose from. And as um, Dominic said, it's basically kind of a second common app essay with a suggested word limit of 650. So the first essay option um, is, in 2015, the city of Melbourne, Australia created a tree mail service in which all of the trees in the city received an email address so that residents could report any tree-related issues. As an unexpected result, people began to email their favorite trees sweet and occasionally humorous letters. Imagine this has been expanded to any object, tree or otherwise in the world. And share with us the letter you send to your favorite. So, Michael, um, reading this prompt, like, how would you address it, I guess? Or, like, do you have any ideas on how you would address this prompt? Well, I think more generally we should talk about why you Chicago asked these, like, crazy creative essay prompts instead of what most other schools do, which is, like, a typical, like, describe some aspect of yourself, right? So I think my take on why they ask these questions generally is that UChicago is known as a very quirky school. Um, their students are fairly nerdy, it seems like, stereotypically. Um, they're known as the school where fun goes to die, and there's obviously different interpretations of whether that's true or not. But I think the reason why is because the fit of the student at UChicago is... Something along the lines of someone a little, little, little weird, and that's okay. That's clearly what they're looking for, right, guys? I don't know, Michael. What do you think they're looking for? <laughs> you think you would have been that that perfect? Well, fit? I think I would have been that perfect fit, but so, clearly some admissions oh. officers disagreed. So, uh, whatever. So this is gonna be a very emotional episode. Oh. <laughs> I mean, well, clearly they're looking for a kid that kind of thinks out of the box is quirkier because actually all of these um, essay topics that we're going to be talking about are 
um, written by current students or past alumni of UChicago. So what they do every year is they'll submit, um, they'll give a chance for anyone who wants to to submit any essay ideas and they go through hundreds of essay prompts um, looking for the right ones that they feel would be good for the next application um, cycle. And then these are basically how the essays are created. To me, it looks like if you're trying to write the first one, you really need to identify your favorite object. So if you have a favorite tree, your favorite tree or otherwise, um, and then I think you go from there. Yeah, and obviously it doesn't need to be a tree, right? The or otherwise, I think, is the operative word here. Um, It's anything that you really hold dearly. Um, And so, like, the questions I asked a person working on the supplement are, you know, if you could only have one thing on a desert island, what would it be? If your family went bankrupt and had to sell everything tomorrow, what would you really want to keep? That These types of questions really dig deep about, is there some physical object that you really like? But I do wonder, though, if there are other forms of quote-unquote objects that are less material. Yep, and I think that's why these essays get so difficult to write, because there's always another way that you can take it, and trying to take it to that next level to where it stands out in an already strange essay prompt is why I think students really struggle on these. Well, I think like students are struggling with this kind of, I feel like as we go through these essays, like there's going to be a common theme. Like, I feel like what U Chicago does is they take, they can take a very stereotypical, um, very mundane kind of question that they want to know about you, but write it in a way that um, allows you to be more creative. So like, as Michael said, this is just another way of them trying to get to know more about you or, and something that you're passionate or like really into but worded in a very um creative and different way to inspire to really um select out those students that can think outside the box so maybe you can start by thinking on a smaller scale of if someone just asks you like what's the most important object or something um to you and then if you go from there instead of trying to come up with a big elaborate um storyline at the beginning i think that would be really helpful I also think this could be an opportunity for humor. I mean, humorous is a word literally in the prompt, but I think to write a letter to a non-living object could I, I could maybe be funny. Like I don't think I could pull it off, but I could see it being done, right? Yeah. Like kind of um, like so, sarcastic in a way. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like maybe you talk about your damaged laptop or whatever, and you write a letter about like kind of like insulting the laptop humorously, you know, but in the end you actually love the laptop for all it represents or whatever. I think there could be something funny there. Uh, but what, what, since you guys might actually be writing this essay potentially, what are some of the objects you think you could write about? Hmm. Well, just going off really quickly, it would, it wouldn't be something I would write about, but when you mentioned the broken laptop, I thought of one of my friends who still had a flip phone up until middle school <laughs> so like i feel nice. like that would be a really cool um thing to write about just like having a flip phone throughout and i think the key with that example is that it's something that's not generic right because i mean you an iphone qualifies it meets the prompt but everybody has an iphone or everybody has some form of a smartphone and so if you take it that the purpose of these UChicago supplements is to show a kind of quirkier, more personal side of you, then you need to show that side rather than going something more generic. 
Now, that being said, you could have a really interesting story about your relationship with your iPhone that I can't think of. Mm -hmm. So if it's going to be something more mainstream object, then really think carefully about the story you'd share. So Dominic, so I'll ask you the question, right? Uh, If your parents went bankrupt the next day and had to sell everything, what's the one thing you would want to keep? You put me on spot here, Michael. (laughs) Um, I mean, you're going to be applying to U Chicago, so. But there's five other essay prompts. <laughs> wow. I feel like okay. you're going to have the same reaction to each prompt. <laughs> but there's no, there's always. Yeah, the I mean, I one. think, I, I think that's the way you kind of react to these unless one sticks out. I mean. Answer it, Dominic. Hold on, let me see if I can dodge the question for as long as possible. You're not a Kellyanne Conway. You can't do it. One, one thing I will say is that, um. For if the first five don't work, essay prompt six is much like the last comment of essay prompt, where it's a more open-ended question, and they also include a lot of older prompts that were popular in the past that a lot of good essays came from, and they do allow you to write on those as well. So just so you know, if none of these work out, we'll link uh, the page on the U Chicago website where they have all the other essay prompts so you can draw. I on. I really don't recommend that you do the other. Yeah. Uh, prompt option a few reasons right one if you use a previous prompt admissions officers who have been there a few years or even those who have been trained based on past essays are going to have seen past essays on those prompts and so you're going not going to be judged in the application pool of other application applications in your year you're also going to be judged against essays from previous years and maybe there's a repeated idea between you and an admission and an essay and admissions officer previously read and the second option is that you pose your own question, like the you, you choose your own prompt or you find some different prompt. You know, the problem with that is that if you don't make your prompt as creative and unique and quirky as some of these other prompts, you're not really fulfilling the purpose of this essay that at least we've postulated is to show that you are quirky. So like if you pose your own question as, you know, tell me about where you grew up, that's, you know, boring and not what this essay is meant to show. So I think either road you go is really dangerous and a bad idea. So do I would highly, highly recommend against essay option six. Hmm. Okay. Let me see. I'll quit dodging the question. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <clears throat> Off the top of my head, um, I would probably like to save my patch bag of scout patches that have been collected from events. And besides just the monetary value associate with those there's also like all those memories behind it as well and i think this is where if you have an extracurricular activity that you're really into uh you can kind of draw on that to be able to guide this question and that might be something i would save and i think that fits pretty well with your narrative as of boy scouts being the big spike as the example and your overall narrative of service i think is the last thing because you talk about how each patch represents some different service project you've done so i think that fits pretty well in with an overall narrative all right now the second essay option is you're on a voyage in the 13th century sailing across the tempestuous seas what if suddenly you fell off the edge of the earth question mark (laughs) oh he's quite man falling off the edge of the earth honestly okay when i first heard this question i thought of some like falling into like an alternate dimension or something like that mm, that's like the first that's thought interesting that comes to my mind when i like listen to this i mean when i heard this but i mean talk more like what is the old uh the alternate dimension 
Just like go. Um, it's gonna be to like very sci-fi um, inspired. I don't know where people are all different, or even like a future thing. But that's just, just describe weird. it for me. You've just landed in the alternate universe. What do you see? Um, there are no more humans. We're all robots. <laughs> so what color are we? What metal is being used? What? Yeah. I don't know. We're blue. I mean, these are the types. We're Avatar. Of, I think these are. <laughs> We're the Avatar. I mean, I think part of this episode is about how to create responses to any type of prompt. And I think what I'm trying to get at here is just like keep asking yourself why questions and what questions. Like, what is this like? Can you describe it more? And even when you're thinking about your common app, thinking about a specific story and thinking about a particular moment within that story and a particular detail in that story and a particular detail within that detail and asking those continuing questions can help you get to an answer. So, I mean, let's try it with this one, right? You suddenly fell off the edge of the earth. What is the first thing you see? Both of you. Oh, I don't like this episode. Or another word that comes to mind (laughs) would be like freedom. Like you're free of the constraints that you're living in right now and you have the ability to do whatever... Kind of like for a day, you are uh, you have the ability to pursue or do whatever you want without any restrictions upon you. Hmm. Yeah, the Earth as some confining force, um, human social structures as normative, setting expectations for you. Yeah, I like that. Hmm. So mine would be, my response would be very different. But I think if I suddenly fell off the edge of the Earth while falling to my death, I would... Uh, be shocked that the flat earthers were actually right. <laughs> um, and that it's not actually a globe. Uh, that would be a very interesting, I don't know how many seconds or minutes, but. Uh, I mean, let's talk more I about think, that, right? Because I think initially it's a joke and I think it's <clears throat> fairly funny, but what else can we do with that? Right. So here's a question for you. Um, you start questioning all of science. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So questioning all of science. Why do you, why do you question all of science? I mean, this is just one example of failed science. Why do you question all of science? Um, because it seems that it's a pretty agreed upon fact that the earth is a globe. I agree. So if everybody's agreement on a scientific fact that turns out to not be a fact is true, you start wondering. What else could else, what else could be a lie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, like, I okay, to be very clear, flat earthers are wrong, the planet's a globe, <laughs> climate change I mean, is hey, You never know. Have you fallen off the edge of the earth, Michael? Clearly not yet. <laughs> not yet, A, not yet. <laughs> you never know. But, you know, like, th- this is a process you should be going through to approach these types of essay questions, but also all types of essay questions. Just, like, whatever pops into your mind, ask yourself questions about it. And so one idea I had, um, you know, for this prompt is that you can have a lot of very philosophical conversations about what it means to exist, what it means to exist with or without the body, the 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 importance of having a physical body versus like having some essence or a weird spiritual body. Um, I think these are questions, and, and maybe it's because like I did a lot of this stuff in high school debate, um, and because my literature teacher here loves to talk about these kind of like bs questions and kind of like foofy questions. But I think they're interesting questions that you can talk about, particularly if you're in kind of the humanities track at UChicago. Another way of going about it more concrete is that maybe you fell off the edge of the earth and went to an alternate 
dimension, like Ni nee said, where something in history changed, right? Um, where there was one point in history where another decision was made. So I'll give a more concrete example, right? Um, America declared independence. What if when you fell off the edge of the earth, you went to an alternate dimension where there was no revolutionary war and there was no America? What would that look like? Maybe you fell off the edge of the earth and slavery never happened. What does that look like? Maybe you fell off the edge of the earth and you're in the perfect utopia. What is the perfect utopia? And if you are really interested in philosophy and political philosophy, you bring in all the stuff you've been reading in high school. So I think, I think, I, and I, I largely think that my take on this essay prompt comes from my background as a debater, as an LD debater doing a lot of stuff in the realm of like, um, kind of foofy doofy philosophy. But I think it's also one take on this essay, one potential idea. Thoughts? Yeah, well, like, as you mentioned, with you being a debater, it it's really about, I think, like, well, with any of these questions, we'll approach it differently based on how we think and also, like, the issues, I guess, we um, we care about. So, and then also um, for the prompt, the voyage in the 13th century. So, like, what you said about, like, what if you fell off and um, slavery never existed? That could be really relevant because it's kind of how they said it in the past and it's just not like oh if you were sailing right now and you fell off the um edge of the earth okay so let's move on to the third prompt and i am not going to know how to pronounce this word but this is the prompt it's the word flock sinosinhilification Close enough. Right? I know. I'm so good. Flossinosinophilification. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of eyes. Right. That's all I know. But basically, I'm really curious. That word is the act or habit of describing or regarding something as unimportant, unimportant, or of having no value. It originated in the mid 18th century from the Latin words flocus, nocum, nihilum, and plius, all words meaning of little use. Coin your own word using parts from any language you choose. Tell us its meaning and describe the plausible, if only to you, scenarios in which it would be most appropriately used. Oh man, that's a tough one. I actually really yeah. like this one. I mean, you do? I feel like you could be really oh. creative with it if you had a good idea. But do you have any ideas? <sighs> well, actually, don't say your word because that could be bad. Yeah, I I would just say. I feel like this would be advantageous for people who speak many languages, maybe, and then, like, throughout the years, they found sometimes words, um, even from, like, pretty distinct languages, they might coincide and kind of have a similar meaning. So I feel like you could go, like, if I were writing it, I probably would use something from, like, Vietnamese, just because, like, I'm bilingual in that aspect. Right. So probably something like that. That's what comes to mind right now. What about you, Dominic? Do you have any first reactions? Oh, man, I have. A uh, first reaction is it's definitely the hardest prompt so far to think of off the you know, off the top. I think if you've studied a language in school, that's something you probably draw on. Um, also, like Nee said, if you're bilingual, that'd be something interesting. Also, you can just take the Latin approach that they did. There's probably some interesting Latin words. Uh, I think the way to do it, if you don't already know some words from another language that you'd like to draw on, is maybe choose what the end word means and then build the word from there um, to where you so that you already know the 
scenarios in which it would be used and you know its actual meaning and then you just kind of construct the word so if you wanted to create a word i really like that idea of kind of working backwards because it's important to remember that you know like these are obviously strange essay prompts and we can get wrapped around how wacky they are and how wacky these essays are going to turn out to be but you're still using them to apply to college which means they still need to fit your overall narrative and they still need to tell you chicago some quirky personal side to you as we talked about earlier which is the purpose of having this type of weird essay and so by working backwards you make sure you serve that purpose by identifying some quirky part of you and then using the prompt as a way to as a lens through which you communicate that so i'll i'll, I'll give you an example right um i think something really weird about me is that i don't like the sound of balloons squeaking against each other um obviously not a huge part of my life i'm not afraid of balloons um but it is annoying you want to make the fear of squeaking balloons i do have the fear of squeaky balloons and so maybe i could tell some anecdote about that create some larger meaning about how uh i'm like neurotic and get annoyed by small things and then come up with some word that encompasses all those ideas um i don't know what the word would be I probably wouldn't choose this prompt if I was applying to Chicago today. But the point is the process of working backwards can is really useful for you to serve the purpose of an application essay rather than just writing an essay in general. Moving on to essay prompt four. Uh, here's the prompt. Lost your keys? Alohomora. Noisy roommate? Quietist. Feel the need to shatter windows for some reason? Fenestra. Create your own spell, charm, jinx, or other means for magical mayhem. How is it enacted? Is there an incantation? Does it involve a potion or other magical object? If so, what's in it or what is it? What does it do? Question mark. Question mark. You love your question marks, don't you, Dominic? There's a lot of question marks. I feel like it's important to point out. In this essay prompt, there's a total of eight question marks in one essay prompt. I think they're really stressing the question mark here. Um, <laughs> I mean, so like, let's, but as let's far pull as... <laughs> some like AP Lang on this, right? So what is the rhetorical effect of having a lot of question marks? Uh, you got some self-reflection going on here. <laughs> hmm. So something that, I mean, they're pointing out things that, you know. That could be. Stuff that could make life easier or things that annoy you or stuff you want to do for fun. And it's also like the question marks are really asking you to explain what the spell is. The spell is not some cursory yeah. intro. It should be the essay. Is I is my take on why there's so many questions regarding this spell. Yeah, and basically each question's like a component that you should have in your essay explaining it um to the missions officer. But uh if I were planning you should I probably would not pick this topic. It's just it's, it's weird. I mean, like, all of them, but it's, hmm. for some reason, I mean, I don't know. If you're a witch, <laughs> probably already thought about this. Nika's that joke. Yeah, oh, gosh. Stop. Um, so, let's do this, right? Man. The kind of preamble to the questions have kind of like these small annoyances in life, right? Lost your keys, noisy roommate, do you want to shatter windows? And so I think that's a starting point, right? What are the really annoying chores you don't like to do that you would like to be automatically done for you? Or like your balloon thing. 
you can make a uh, my balloon thing a, a spell where no more like squeaky noises. Exactly. Oh my god, I would love that actually. Gosh. Or the sound of um Michael, you could forks rock- and like knives scraping together. Oh my god. Oh, I hate that sound too. I'd die. Michael, you could have a spell for editing, and I could have one for show notes. Oh my gosh! If there was a spell for editing, my life would be that'd be so fantastic. Amazing. Just like this thing called you can hire a spell. person for editing. <laughs> yeah, the spell is called hey. money. <laughs> there you go. Um, I could do a spell for show notes. Well, actually, that'd be pretty good. That's interesting, right? What if so? This is I don't money. think this is the intent of the question, but what if the spell was money? It, <laughs> It wouldn't be magical. Like I, it, it, it doesn't serve the kind of. <clears throat> hey, money can do some magical things. Yeah, like that's my point. <laughs> like, what if instead of going like quirky fantasy world with this, you kind of went like very factual, like the answer is money, and made a comment on like class structures or whatever. Maybe not. Yeah, like probably not. <laughs> Please but... don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, hmm. at this stage, you guys have no idea. So let's just, like, spit some things out. Uh, Harry, very Harry Potter vibes. So if you're a fan, there you are. probably have much better ideas than we do right now. You don't like Harry Potter? What? I do, but I'm not, like, a big fan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I would just go off the thing of just finding, like, a pet peeve or something and getting and creating a spell to get rid of it. I feel like that would be the way I would go. There's this uh, question here that says, does it involve a potion or other magical object? I think this is somewhere you can also get creative. Uh, The potion could have various ingredients that are somehow symbolic of different parts of your life or different parts of the pet peeve uh, that you're trying to resolve. Um, I don't know, like maybe one example. So let's take my example of these squeaky balloons. Um, I think my fear of squeaky balloons is being overblown here, but you know, it's fine. Um... (laughs) Like, you know, when do you see squeaky balloons? Well, birthday parties, right? Because birthdays have balloons. And so maybe the potion to fix that includes some things from birthday parties. Maybe it includes some things from my, like, ninth, ninth, uh, my, my, uh, um, like, when I was nine, the birthday party when I was nine. And maybe I have a story from the birthday party when I was nine about squeaky balloons. I don't. But, like, you see the process, right? You take a pet peeve. You identify a story, and then you fit that within the essay prompt. That's good. It's It always goes back to making sure you build on the narrative throughout your application. The second to last essay option they have is um, a pretty long prompt. So it's, imagine you struck a deal with the dean of admissions himself, Dean Nondorf. It goes as follows. You're guaranteed admission to the University of Chicago regardless of any circumstances that arise. This bond is grounded on the condition that you obtain a blank 8.5 by 11 piece of paper and draw, write, sketch, shade, stencil, paint, etc., anything and everything you want on it. Your only limitations will be the boundaries of both sides on the single page. Now the catch? Your submission for the rest of your life will always be the first thing anyone you meet for the first time will see, whether it's a job interview, a blind date, arrival at your first humanities class. Before you even say, hey, they'll already have seen your page and formulated that first impression. Show us your page, what's on it and why. If your piece is largely or exclusively visual, please make sure to share a creator's accompanying statement of at least 300 words, which you will happily allow to be on its own separate page. P.S. 
This is a creative thought experiment, and selecting this essay prompt does not guarantee your admission to U Chicago. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's that's a good one. I really like this one. So my first reaction is that this prompt is really, really good for people who are artists and who do well with yes. visual stuff. Although, you know, formulas, like mathematical formulas, graphs, diagrams, scientific charts, I think would also fit under this categorization. So, I don't know. Um, I'm curious to hear what you guys think. I think this is a play on the, like, tell me about yourself thing, like a really strong, like, pick. Basically, like, if you could describe yourself in five words kind of thing. And yeah, and it's like the only, the first thing that people know yeah. about you, too. And you don't necessarily have to be a very, like, um, artsy kind of person to do this. Because it also says, um, write. So it could be... Or, like, if you're more of a musical person, it could be, I don't know, like, a music piece or something. I wouldn't... I'm not sure how that well, would work. Well, it, it but... can't be a musical one. Because it has to be something on an 8 by 5 by 11 piece of paper. And I think it's true that it doesn't have to be like an arts thing, right? Like formulas and math. But I I would caution just writing another essay, right? No, yeah. Um, but it could even be like like doodles, because I know people doodle a lot. Yeah. Or if someone like bullet journals, or just like little things. And it doesn't have to be one big whole picture. It could be small little snapshots of you or something like that. That's interesting. Kind of like a collage of different parts of yourself, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I know at our school during freshman year, I don't know if you remember this new or not, but like you had to make that visual representation of yourself and the different aspects hmm. that make up who you are. And we, we put it on a similar size paper. Oh, like a, the um, mind map thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's like yeah. of you. Um, so I think maybe one thing that might make the initial brainstorm process easier is for you kind to, again, think of this application in the context of your essay and in the context of the overall narrative and theme of your application so that you know what this picture or visual thing needs to be about. It needs to be something about the overall narrative, right? So let's take the example of having the narrative of needing to serve others for whatever reason, right? Maybe the visual images are collages of different countries with graphs of inequality interspersed right oh yeah yes. or like i was it could be and like if you're like me and you've lived in a lot of places it could be kind of like a, a map or like a treasure map kind of thing of like each destination or place i've been kind of yeah i think that's a really cool idea um and and maybe um at each part there's like a little speech bubble with a little like depiction of what's going on mm-hmm what is this this is a tough episode man let me tell you you guys haven't looked at these essays at all i mean we talked about it before but they're just so difficult i mean i think that's what they were going for you just gotta do if you handed me a sheet of paper if you handed me a sheet of paper and you said everybody you meet for the rest of your life will see this I don't even know where I would begin I mean that's the point is to force you to introspect a little bit I I know alright well I mean as you can see all these essays are tough and like you don't have to be coming up with them like on the spot like us like hopefully you have some time to put some thought into these essays so I think what would be useful here is if we just like reflected on our experiences of doing this brainstorming process for the first time right 
So for you guys who might actually be writing these essays um, over the past, you know, like 30 minutes as we try to get our initial reactions and initial ideas to these prompts, what worked and what didn't? Um, de- I definitely like the, um, you know, questions that you proposed to us, Michael, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, what one item would you want to keep or, you know, almost like a therapy session mm-hmm. where you're continuing asking, you know, why questions yeah. and all that. Um, I think that works. If you can, you know, get somebody that knows you, either a friend or a parent or sibling and have them propose those questions to you, uh, it really helps to kind of dig deep. Mm-hmm. I know. And just thinking of normal essay prompts in general, you know, often the first thing you think of is not really your best answer to the prompt. And you really need somebody to help dig through that question with you and to be able to, you know, find what is actually important. Um, And that's why most people change essay topics a lot because (laughs) they keep discovering more things once they dig deeper into the question. Like Dominic's essay of the week. (laughs) Or it was like essay of the day for a while. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's difficult. Oh, did you know he has uh, a calendar with? I did. Soft he deadlines? showed me. It's a beautiful calendar. Guys, we promised the listeners that we'd show them a picture. I, I will. I can publish a picture. Get excited, listeners! <laughs> Once we reach our ten thousand plays, there we go. We'll publish the picture. <laughs> Coming soon. But um, going back to your question, another thing that I feel like really helped was working like backwards especially on that one um question i think it was with the uh with the word where you had to create your own word like the whole thing with working back from a scenario or just like the meaning of the word really helps so maybe you either like work backwards um from the prompt or break it up into smaller sections because some prompts may be really loaded and ask you a lot of things but if you work out piece by piece and kind of create it like a flow or like a mind map or something like that, that would be really helpful. Yeah. Um, and I think another thing I would add on to that is that when you're doing this type of brainstorm stuff, you guys just need to spit out, you know, every single idea you have. You can't have an initial filter or screening on these ideas. And, you know, like, maybe it's, like, difficult on a podcast because you don't want to sound stupid to our millions of dedicated listeners or whatever. (laughs) But... Yeah, millions. That's right. (laughs) Millions upon millions. We're just racking in the viewers over here at the Emissions Uncovered podcast. You know us. Uh, But, but, you know, seriously, though, like, maybe in the (laughs) privacy of your own thoughts in your own home, in a non-public space, it's easier to just say, you know... Look at this prompt, read it, and just write down every single first thought you have. No filter, no pre-screening, just write down everything. And then after you have that initial brainstorming thing done, look at each thing and see if it actually makes sense, see if there's something that can be extrapolated, see if it connects to the overall thesis. But I think the key thing is for all essays in general, but particularly these kind of weird, wacky ones, is that you want to put down every single idea because every single idea could be something interesting. Any other thoughts on uh, how people can approach these types of wacky prompts? Ooh. Um, hmm. Well, I guess the whole thing about thinking of them on simpler terms, like the last one is kind of like the last one where it's like, tell me about yourself or just like, if you only had three words to describe yourself, what would they be? Or um, like the first one, what's something that you really value or an object that you really cherish? Um... And, like, I think they can be applied to all of 
the other prompts if you think of them on simpler terms maybe that will help um spark some ideas yeah because i think we can get lost in the fluff a little bit so for example that first essay prompt has this story from melbourne with emailing trees right and it's funny i really enjoyed it and it's kind of weird to me that people email trees but the core of the question is actually not something that difficult find an object dear to you and write something about it now they want you to write it in the form of a letter to that object but presumably the letter is going to involve some anecdotes you've had with the object to recount you know the fond times you've had together or whatever take you have on it so i i definitely agree removing some of this fluff can really help Yep, I think working backwards could also help depending on the prompt, mm-hmm. uh, just as we talked about with the word creation one. <clears throat> and then also coming back to the prompts often, uh, you know, start way before your deadline so that you give yourself enough time to think about these. And don't be rushed about having to pick which prompt you want to do. Maybe explore some topics. Create your soft deadlines. But don't, yeah, don't lock yourself into a certain prompt just because you feel the need to get something you know, to get the essay done. Um, you know, if you start early enough, ideally you have some time to look at it and put it down for a day or two and then come back to it um, and be thinking about it just during the day. Yeah, the key thing is really just... Uh, the key thing with this essay, and I think the hardest part about this supplemental essay, is just the idea. Because once you get an idea, you can kind of like stream of consciousness write something. And it'll probably be okay after some editing because it's supposed to be kind of quirky and kind of weird but i think the hardest part is the idea generation thing and that comes from as dominic said just like thinking about them whenever you have free time keeping it in the back of your mind and what i said about having no filter on your ideas at this first stage (laughs) and essay number six is in the spirit of adventurous inquiry pose your own question or choose one of our past prompts be original creative thought-provoking draw on your best qualities as a writer thinker visionary social critic sage citizen of the world or future citizen of the university of chicago take a little risk and have fun again this website link to the chicago uh, page about these essay prompts will be in the show notes below on the ambitions uncovered website Uh, but some of the ones from the list of about i'd say 15 to 20 prompts on here um, i enjoyed this one prompt is it's named Joan of Arkansas, Queen Elizabeth, Katie oh, yeah. Stanton, Babe Ruth, Bader Ginsburg. Ooh. Mash up a historical figure with a new time period, environment, location, or occupation, and tell us their story. So I think if you have a favorite person from history, or you know you enjoy a certain I don't know, environment, so you had the baseball analogy with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, for Michael, you know. The guy who loves politics and is also the jock of the podcast. Oh, of course. That might work. Um, but I think there's a lot of... What's so odd about odd numbers? Fun you could have with that. That's another one. That one's just a dumb one. Yeah. What does that that's mean? One <laughs> of the, hey, that's one of the like the classic ones I've heard from them. Um, yeah. Find X. It's just That's the entire prompt. Yeah, find, find X. X. That's the entire prompt. Just find X. Um, another one I liked. A man cannot be too careful in the choice of his enemies. Oscar Wilde, um, Othello and Lago, Dorothy and the Wicked Witch, Autobots and Decepticons. History and art are full of heroes and their enemies. Tell us about the relationship between you and your arch nemesis, either real or imagined. Um, I think you'd take that in a lot of ways. Maybe you start off high school and you 
really hated this other person. They really hated you. And over the time you grew into friends, you could tell that story. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're one of, or maybe you're part of the group of all high school students who hate homework and studying for tests. I love homework and studying uh, for tests. <laughs> uh what else is there oh did you read the little pigs one it's like the little pigs french hens a family of bears blind mice musketeers the fates parts of an atom laws of thought a guideline for composition how do you read that um trium perfectum create your own group of threes and describe why and how they fit together i really like that one i remember that one that was for my year yeah didn't you write like Oh, wait, didn't you have one where it was, like, fire, water, like, the four elements? Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah. Michael, do you remember what you wrote on? I do. Um, I wrote about... Um, oh, actually, before I do that, uh, so I'll, let me just say something about Essay Prompt 6. Uh, I mentioned this earlier, but I do not recommend you choose an old one. I just want to say that again. Please do not use Essay 6 if you have any good ideas on the other ones. Use the ideas on the ones from this current year as... For the reasons I mentioned earlier. Um, as for what I did last year, I forget the exact prompt wording, but it was something like um, a quote from the New York Times that was like, fashion is armor for most people. And the question was, what is your armor? Uh, and my essay was about how silence was my armor. Uh, how, oh, I remember. Yeah, how it was a tool for me <clears throat> early in the morning to kind of just think, reflect, write, read, do homework eat breakfast in silence, uh, how it was something I really enjoyed late at night, how it was something that was disrupted by the noisy lunchroom, but something that I enjoyed letting go with among friends in the debate room. And so it was kind of like basically an essay that had different anecdotes about my relationship to uh, to silence. Uh, and I thought it was pretty good, but you know, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I mean, I think the one thing that I would retrospectively think about it is that, you know, UChicago is known as a school where fun goes to die. Admissions wow. officers do not like that motto. If you say it to one of them, they have a spiel ready because it's what they've been trained to do. And it's the same spiel, but what it shows is that UChicago doesn't like that sentiment. And maybe they didn't like someone who was like, I like silence sometimes. Um, so I think maybe it put me in a little bit too quirky and a little bit too socially awkward but you know i'm just speculating at this point well guys thanks for listening and as always we need your help to grow this podcast so if you can please go to bit.ly slash apple to subscribe and give give us five stars every five star rating helps a new listener find this podcast and as always feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels at aupodfm on twitter and at admissions.uncovered on both Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you keep your essay ideas flowing, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.